Just a kid from the neighborhood. We're all kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side. I fall asleep, oh sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight and mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. Welcome back to another edition of Guzman's Gridiron presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia live from the Double Eagle Saloon and Deck Bar. It's Kyle Bennett, Coach Guzman. Coach, another game in the books, a 28-7 defeat at the hands of Washington Township. We mentioned, you know, past couple weeks of how that's kind of turned into a rivalry. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to the game, but break it down for everybody at home who may have missed out you know what was kind of the the flow of the game you guys scored the first touchdown of the game and right. then you know Washington Township able to put together four scoring drives but what was the overall you know kind of just takeaway from this matchup uh well again you know we wound up um attacking and scoring early uh you know but again you know costly mistakes during the game and um you know with a team like Washington Township you just can't have those costly mistakes because they will make you pay it's one of those things, too, you know, you, you kind of get familiar with a team, like we've mentioned the past couple of weeks, right. like Washington Township, where you get familiar with how they kind of operate. And, you know, yeah. earlier in the year when we talked about Clearview, they're another team that you can't make those mistakes against because they are on that discipline train. What was kind of, you know, just the takeaway of the early score and just the vibe at home and having that behind you and then, you know, trying to kind of play catch up and kind of compete with Washington Township where you know those mistakes can haunt you and can come back to bite you the way that they did? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it was uh, an electric atmosphere, um, you know, uh, Tank, I mean, he's Tank, you know, found a way, uh, rolled over to, you know, rolled out to his left, um, and there he finds uh, Mr. Mason of Fanador wide open in the end zone, um, beautifully thrown ball. Uh, you can't ask no more from that kid. That kid is just, you know, Tank gives you everything, every play. Um, and he found his he found his target in Mason. So um, it, it lit up that uh, that crowd that was there at Catone. Um, it lit up the sidelines. It lit us all up. Um, but, again, you know, during the course of the game, you have to, you know, maintain your due diligence. Um, and, and, you know, we kind of, you know, fell off of that track. Um, and that team capitalized on Washington Township. Now, we've seen Tank in a, a backup quarterback role earlier in his career, you know, behind Danny Russo uh, in years past, and then obviously comes in as the backup last week uh, right. when Gavin got banged up, or previously before the bye week at Kingsway. Right. Finally gets to throw the rock a little bit. What did you guys take away from Tank's throwing ability of the football and having that as a weapon in his, you know, tool belt that we talk about with these quarterbacks that you guys have? Tank being added into the mix now in a situation where you need him to step up, and he has done so admirably with his legs, and now throwing the rock a little bit. What did you guys take away from just his throwing mechanics and in a game situation as well? Uh, well, 
again, Tyrell Powell is just one of those players you can plug and play, uh, literally both uh, defensively and offensively. Um, a little hindsight with him, he was my starting JV quarterback, uh, you know, since his freshman year, uh, you know. Um, just an unbelievable athlete that, uh, again, you can plug and play. Very smart. IQ, football IQ's up. Um, he knows, you know, down and distance. He's just the type of kid that absorbs information and lets it go in the series of a game. Um, as far as his throwing ability, we all knew he could throw, you know. And now those that didn't know that he can throw, now, now know. You know. They, <laughs> now they know that he can throw. Um, he's just, you know, a student of the game. Student of the game, watch his film, make sure that he has a one-up on on his opponent. And, um, again, we can't say enough about Tyrell Powell. With Tyrell, too, having, you know, his brother played quarterback for Vineland at one point in his high school career as well. Yeah. For him, how much do you think, you know, he can go back and kind of look at those archives of Tyreem going out there and playing quarterback and kind of pick and choose, you know, hey, this is my bloodline. Like, this is what my right. older brother did. Let me see if I can, you know, pull some tricks from his bag and utilize that for when I'm out there on the field playing the same position. Um, that's one thing about, you know, the Powell brothers, you know, and in that equation, you know, Reese as well, um, even though he was a lineman, you know, they're, they're very tight. You know, Reese, you got Tyreem, you got Tyrell. Um, they're all very tight. Um, and, and, you know, as far as him taking, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird, right? So at a point in that game, I'm looking at him and I'm like, wow, flashbacks. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's just uncanny, the, the, the flashback that I had because it's like I had to do a double take. Is that Reem? Is that Terrell? <laughs> like th his mannerisms on how he moves, his decision-making, um, and his outright leadership on that field. I mean, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's live and direct. Everyone knows. Um, and, again, it, it just it's very eerie in that it really, like, parallels Tyreem's you know, uh, legacy at Violent 2. It's it's very, very weird and uncanny, but an awesome weird, an awesome weird. Yeah, because, I mean, Tyreem was playing wide receiver yes. offensively and then yes. playing that free safety position. We've seen Tank play defensive back for this team yes. and now, you know, was playing wide receiver. receiver. Didn't really get a chance to be unlocked fully right. in the offense just yet. And then it's like, hey, we need you to come <laughs> throw the ball to your other fellow wide receivers. Yes. Um it's it's been fun, you know, at the Kingsway game watching him use his legs to yeah. have that, you know, aspect into it. How much of a just like weapon X is Tank Mr. Powell? Mr. Powell again, um any any team would would love to have a kid like him. Um, you know, not just because of his his football dynamics and what he can do on the field, but what he brings to the team aspect. Um just a, an all-out leader, you know. Maybe not so much a vocal leader, but um, definitely the kids look up to him and, 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 and look for his direction. He's truly a lead-by-example type Absolutely. of player, and he's got the smarts out there, too. That you know, There Absolutely. are some players, not just Tank, but multiple players on this team that it feels like you guys have an extension of the coaching staff whenever they're out on the field. How much of an advantage is that, even in games where you know you may find yourself behind, but to have guys like Tank and you know those players out there who have that wherewithal of the playbook, whatever position that they're playing, to have that extension of the coaching staff on this roster? Uh, it's, it's a very beautiful thing to see on the field unravel. 
um, as far as, you know, an extension of the coaching staff, you know, you have Terrell, you know, you have Mark Mutcherson, you know, you have Patrick Gilbert on the O-line. I mean, you have a bunch of guys that just are students of the game. They definitely do their due diligence in the film room. Um, and they all in all are just leaders, whether they're silent leaders or vocal leaders, they're leaders on that team. Um, and they bring that to every single game and to every single practice, which is nice because, again, maybe they see something, another guy, Schwed, I told you about last game, where we might not see it. They bring us the information. Okay, thank you. You know, And then we'll go ahead and take advantage of the information they, uh, they you know, present to us as a coaching staff. You know, going into this game against Washington Township, we talked about the weather was going to play a factor. It was going to be a physical game. Did that all come to fruition? Was it that type of, you know, gritty physical matchup that you guys were expecting, or did some things kind of go in a different direction as well? No, it was definitely a physical game. Um, there was some there was some nice hard hitting going on out there. The only dynamic that, that and I'm glad it didn't come to fruition, was the rain. Uh, it's kind of started misting late in the fourth, um, but the rain wasn't a factor, um, you know, as we thought it would be. Uh, so, so for that, we're grateful. But, um, again, you know, hats off to uh, Washington Township where, you know, they took advantage of the mistakes we were, we were making on the field, and they came out with the victory. And the rain didn't really affect, as evidenced nope. by you guys nope. being able to throw for a touchdown. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. That, that's something that when we were building into this game, it wasn't really – truly a thought that you know throwing right. the ball was going to be an option throughout this game and to be able to get that early on too to try to set that that tempo and that right. that tone is is huge what was it like being back home you know obviously first home game since the bye but being right. back home in front of that you know Vineland faithful crowd in front of you know everybody who comes out to Gatone Stadium every Friday night what was it like having the home fans back in your um, corner it was great you know uh, uh the fans came out in droves um supported our kids it was senior night so it added a nice dimension, um, you know. God bless our seniors. They, they, you know, they deserve that that kind of like that early send off there, um, but not too early. I, I still have them still got work to be games. done. Yeah, we still got some some games to you know to be had. But um, you know, again, you know, love my seniors. Uh, I wish them nothing but the best, and and it was nice to see that the the community came out um, heavy for them. Um, so again, you know. Kudos to the community of Violent too for showing up for the kids. And what was it like for them, you know, from your perspective to see them get that recognition from the hometown fans, from everybody at Catone Stadium on Friday night for those seniors? Uh, again, we were very pleased. Everything went off without, you know, without a hitch. Um, you know, and, and, and parents, friends, they were all, you know, just a, a breath of fresh air for, for our seniors. And, um, again, you know, that goes for – all the seniors from the cheerleaders to the band um, and thanks to cheer, the cheerleaders, the band, everybody that, you know, um, showed up on, on senior night. For, you know, this game in particular, we typically try to, uh, you know, select a player of the game. Were there any players that, that stood out to you in this game? You know, even in a loss, you know, there's bright spots always that Absolutely. you can take away. Who are some of those players that stood out to you in this game? Obviously, we talked about Tang. We talked about Mason catching the touchdown, uh, to name a few. But anybody else kind of stand out to you guys as a coaching staff throughout this game? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Joshua Cephas ran the ball hard all game. Um, you know, again, a dynamic player, great vision, great awareness, quickness. 
Um, so, you know, hats off to him there. Um, also, our, our, our defense, I mean, in, it, in its totality, uh, played, they played a heck of a game, you know. Um, so kudos to the defense as well. Um, and as far as offense, you know, again, we made some mistakes, but it's, it's nothing that's not fixable. It's nothing that's not fixable. So we're going to get back to the drawing board, um, and we're going to go ahead and correct, uh, you know, any type of mistakes or any type of um, maybe maybe some of the kids didn't catch some things. Um, so we'll make sure that, that that's all cleared up and ready for this week. Now we did have a season debut as well in this game. What was your guys' takeaway as a staff from Jules making his debut for this team and, and finally being out there on the field for the first time in game action? So Jules, I mean, made an impact right away. Uh, he knows that uh, he left something out there. He knows that, um, and that that's fine. But, uh, you know, come this game, I think he's looking for a little retribution there um, in, in Mr. Wilson. So we'll see what happens with Julius. But we were overall, for the first game that he was back, we were very pleased as a staff. And that is one of those things that, you know, a lot of these guys on this team got those first game jitters out in August yes. before school even started. You know, yes. you're talking – almost October when this game goes down and you're finally getting on the field, right. finally with your team for the first time, those first game jitters are going to happen. And, you know, Absolutely. for it to be five weeks into the season is a very different circumstance than it happening August week zero. Right. So, obviously, those plays are, are – you kind of almost expect it to happen and you right. want to just see how the player reacts to those, you know, types of moments where you leave something out on the field, you miss a play here and there. You want to see more – their mental reactions to that and how they carry themselves throughout the rest of the game and then how that carries over into the following game. Absolutely. And, and you know, again, and just speaking on on behalf of Julius here, um, he knows what he left on the field and he will address that um, because we as a staff are going to address that. So he already knows. It's uh, it, Overall, though, throughout the game, I believe, as well as the coaching staff believes, that he reacted the way he, he should have. Um, he went ahead, quick memory, okay, that's done. I can't take that play back, so let me move on uh, with the rest of the show. And he did, and, and in great fashion. So, And even in those moments, what did you guys take away as a staff from his debut and what he adds to this defense in particular, obviously going out there and playing that linebacker position, in a, a unique skill set that you mentioned you know, throughout practice. This Absolutely. is going to add a new dimension to this linebacker core. What did you guys take away from his first game action, what he does specifically for this linebacker room? Well, uh, one of the things that we just we enjoy uh, you know, watching him do is he also not only does he you know, stop the run, which he's supposed to, um, but he also gets involved in the passing defense. Great passing defensive uh, linebacker. Um, always has a knack for being around the ball. Um, so, again, you know, we're just – we're, we're kind of like scratching the surface with him, right? And, you know, with him it being his first game back, it's it's something to, to hang your hat on that, okay, yeah, you had left a couple plays out there, but you also made a ton of plays out there. So, um, we're, we're, we're fine with Julius. Um, but I can guarantee you this, as the games, you know, uh, commence later on this into the season, 
he's going to show what we're talking about as far as being a dynamic linebacker. And he is one of those players, too, that just seeing him on the sidelines and walking by him, showing up to Gatone State, he's got the height as well. Absolutely. And to have that as a linebacker who can get back in the passing game, that's a skill that you can't, you can't teach height. You can't teach height or speed. So, I you mean, really that's can't. going to be a lot of fun to watch mm -hmm. as he progresses and gets more comfortable in-game action, too, uh, you know, defending the pass. And who knows, maybe we have a you know, intercepting you know, member of, of yeah. the linebacker yeah. court joining the ball hawks Absolutely. back there in the defensive back room. We would have zero worries with that. <laughs> zero qualms. <laughs> we'd, we'd, uh, we'd go ahead and, um, you know, embrace that. So, uh, hats off to Julius for his first game back, and we're looking for more out of him. And, you know, coming out of the bye week, we mentioned, you know, still some injuries across the board. What's the injury front looking like, you know, going into this uh, away matchup against Holy Spirit? How are guys healing up? You know, some key players have been out a few weeks now. Right, right. Uh, how has the uh, recovery process been for some of these guys that have been out? So, in speaking with um, you about this, so Jacob Martinez, um, he should be cleared for this week. So, he should, uh, he should be on the sideline. Um, then you have uh, Ryan Maven. Um, he should be clear for this game as well. Um, so as far as health is concerned, and we already had gotten Carter back, um, you know, we're looking okay now. We're looking like we'll be at full strength, um, you know. So let's knock on wood and hope that the injury bug stays <laughs> away from us for the second half of the season. So, and you know, you talk about Josh Cephas running the ball hard in this Absolutely. matchup. You know, Absolutely. What did you guys take away from his performance as he's kind of, you know, stepped into this new role for himself this right. year as a whole and has progressed week by week getting better and better running the football and just being that, that dynamic speed back for you guys? Uh, listen, in that little frame, there's a lot of punch, believe me when I tell you. Uh, this kid has all heart, uh, you know, what he lacks in weight and size, he makes up for in vision, awareness, quickness, speed. I mean, the kid has it. And that's why he doesn't shy away from running up the middle. Okay, some, you know, some people think, oh, well, you know, with that type of back, you really want to look to run him outside. Well, he could do the outside thing and he could do the inside thing. He just wants to play. He just wants to be involved. And, you know, to have somebody like Josh Cephas on our team – uh, you know, uh, we're more than happy and, and glad that we have that gentleman on our team. There's not many five foot five running backs who can run between the tackles as no. well as he does no. at the high school no level. And, and and at his weight, mm -hmm. he's not the biggest of guys. He's maybe he's, 140 pounds soaking wet. Right? But guess what? All heart runs the ball right up the gut if we ask him to. There's never a, hey, coach. Yes, sir. No, sir. Done. That's it. And he gets it done. So – that's off to Mr. Cephas and what he does. And as a collective, how is the running back room progressing? Obviously, there's that stable of backs back there. What are right. you guys looking to take away from this matchup where, you know, Cephas runs the ball hard? You still have, you know, three running backs in that room Absolutely. that can provide a, a plethora of dynamics for the running back position. Right. So, you know, uh, again, we're going to be looking to get all of our running backs involved and Josh and Nazir, uh, you know, also in Carter you know, uh, also in Prince Porte. So all of them will get their touches. Um, now what they do with the rock depends on them. You know, every, every time, you know, someone goes ahead and gets a chance to, you know, uh, get a hold of that football, they have to show their uh, dynamic and, and what they're good at. Um, so, 
again, we're just uh, we're, we're kind of you know anticipating everyone's return at full bore, um, and that running back room is going to be uh, pretty special come this Friday. And I mean, even with the running backs, you also have a plethora of wide receivers Absolutely. who have stepped up in big ways. You know, we've seen Xavion Diaz in years past and this year obviously make big plays. Mason Afanador goes up and gets a touchdown this week. He's progressed extremely well as a wide receiver, uh, you know, this year especially. But what are you looking to take away, you know, from a game like this where you had another different quarterback in the room, you know, running the offense? Mason gets involved offensively. But moving forward, what do you guys want to see continue to progress from this wide receiver group as well in the passing game? So, again, as far as our wideouts are concerned, we're looking to make sure that, A, First things first, we got to handle things up front. So everything's got to be solidified up front by our, our big guys so that, you know, Tyrell has a nice pocket to, to, to unleash that football. Um, but we're looking for the normal things, you know, uh, high point in the ball, you know, making sure that they catch it with their hands and not their body. Um, make sure that they're using their body to act as a buffer between the defender and the ball. Um, you know, all the simple things that – maybe again some people might take advantage of and kind of like ah shoot it to the side that's our main focus those little tender points in between um are definitely key points that we you know strongly uh, uh emphasize to our players and before we keep it pushing talking about the rest of the team and getting set for holy spirit got to give a shout out to our sponsor allen associates and if you're looking for a reliable and experienced insurance agency that caters to all your needs. Look no further than Allen Associates Insurance Services. With over six decades of experience under their belt, we, they specialize in health insurance, financial services, and accounting. And whether you're part of the public or private sector, they've got you covered. Their family-owned business currently helps upwards of 300 groups throughout New Jersey, providing them with the best insurance options available. And you can now easily learn more and access their services by visiting their brand-new website, which is linked below on audio and on YouTube. And it's up on the screen right now as you guys are watching on YouTube, <laughs> so you can go right to it. Uh, so join the family and let them help you secure your future. You can also contact them today by calling 856 692 2250. That's 856-692-2250. Big thank you to Allen Associates for thank sponsoring you. Guzman's Gridiron. Uh, but overall, you know, takeaways from this game, Coach, you know, it's a learning process as well Absolutely. in a game like this where it is, you know, so much build up with a, a new age rivalry, you know, a, a team that both teams know each other very well. What are some of the learning points you guys take away from this to carry with you the rest of the season and more specifically into this week on the road for the second time against Holy Spirit? Uh, you know, the main focal point is mistake-free football. We have got to, when we're playing teams like Washington Township, Holy Spirit, you know, St. Augustine, you have to be mistake-free. You just, or try your hardest to be mistake-free. Um, being so that a team like that can capitalize on your mistakes in a jiffy. So, um, again, our main, uh, takeaway was, you know, mistake-free football, execution of, of plays, and, um, you know, body language was another talking point. You can't, you know, hang your head because of one mistake or two mistakes. I mean, it doesn't matter. You've got to stay positive throughout the course of the game um, because, again, body language says a lot. And when, you know, when your uh, quarterback is – and I'm not saying Terrell did this, but I'm just giving an example. If a quarterback is hanging their head and they're just, you know, bad body language, 
all of that energy feeds into your line, feeds into your wideouts. Your, it just and it feeds into your it, opponent. Yeah, and then it yeah they see it, they just start to they oh, become okay. bloodhounds. Yeah, they're ready to go. They, we're ready to yeah, they, we're about to end this is what they're thinking is. So um you know those were those were some of the takeaways that we made sure that we instilled in our kids come actually today when we had film and install so. And you know film and install on a Monday. After a game like this, how did everything go, you know, takeaway-wise? You know, what was kind of that, that flip in body language, you know, during film, taking in all the mistakes that may have happened, taking in the positives as well? What was today's practice like? Uh, very productive. Uh, the kids saw what we were talking about and, and by way of mistakes, um, by way of if we did see any weird body language. Um, all of these little things were brought out during, you know, film study. Um, for the first half of the practice, and um, the kids responded. They they knew, they knew, they saw, and you know they apologized, and you know they uh, they know that come this Friday, they've got to get better every week at being mistake free, at executing the plays, um, and definitely at having positive body language. You know, as the season has progressed, we. We talked about it on the broadcast, you know, every Friday night. We talked about it here, too. You know, after that Clearview game, schedule gets a little bit tougher. Opponents mm -hmm. who have this pedigree of being, you know, playing into December, playing at those state championship levels. Holy Spirit's one of those teams as well. Yes. Uh, second time you guys prepare for a road trip as well this season. What is kind of the mindset now that the schedule's flipping to, you know, this October portion where it is a lot more of going on the road rather than being at home and, and kind of – preparing in a, a business trip type of situation where, you know, you got to go on the road, take care of business at the best of your ability, and then come back home, and no matter the outcome, it's just a business trip. Absolutely, um, and we stress that to our kids. You know, we're, we're business-like mentality. Um, you know, so come this Friday, yeah, it's, it's a way. Uh, but we try to instill in the kids that whether it's home or away, at the end of the day, it's how you, you come to play. It doesn't matter where you're playing. Location, set, and setting doesn't matter. What matters is are you guys coming to play together as a unit and executing everything that we have done throughout the week. So, um, again, you know, they might not have that luxury of having, you know, uh, the violent community behind them by way of being at Catone, but we travel pretty good too. Mm -hmm. We travel pretty good, so they'll, they'll definitely have the community behind them. Um, but, again, we always say we are all we got, you know, and, and it is the truth. We are all we got. So whether we're traveling or we're home, we got to do everything for ourselves and we got to get the job done. And, you know, playing an opponent like Holy Spirit, one of those private schools that are able to pull in talent from wherever right. they see fit. Right. Uh, what is kind of the mindset going into a game where, you know, the talent level is kind of spread out from different areas and not necessarily just that one pocketed area of a school that you may have played in the past? So, you know, we always tell the kids, at the end of the day, it matters not who your opponent, your opponent is. What matters is, are you giving forth the effort that you need to give, and are you doing the job that you need to do to get the job done? That's it. Um, there's no excuses. Wins are wins and losses are losses. you got to take your W's and your L's. It is what it is. Um, and they know that. So, um, you know, again, whether they're a private school and they can recruit or they're a public school and they can't, um, it, it real, the, the mindset's the same. 
We've got to execute and get the job done in order to get our Ws. Feels like it's been a couple of years since Holy Spirit's been on the schedule. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, but it, I think the last time that we went to Holy Spirit was in 2020, mm -hmm. uh, which was my first game in the booth, ironically. <laughs> I got my start at Holy Spirit. That's um, a good game, by the way. It was a good game. And, you know, in a game like that where, you know, a couple years ago you saw yourselves in a game against Holy Spirit for – 99% of that game, it was a one-touchdown game for majority of it. How much of that is kind of instilled when you prepare for playing this game in particular where it's like, you know, you talk about it, it doesn't matter who the talent is. You no. can be in the game no matter All who's out long. there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and this is what – it comes down to belief, right? You've, you've got to believe that you and your team – are going to come out victorious. And and if everyone has that belief, it makes the, the job of getting the job done that much easier, you know. So we always tell our kids, you just have to believe, man. You have to believe. And, and on top of believing comes great practice, great work ethic throughout the week, making sure that we go ahead and, and do our due diligence to tackle what we need to tackle as far as all the work that's concerned. Um, and, and make sure that you're watching film. Do all the little things. Know your opponent in and out. Know all the little maybe idiosyncrasies that, you know, some people might not think that a person twitching their leg a little bit means something. Well, it does. You mm -hmm. have these involuntary muscle movements that sometimes you, you, you really got to study film to pick up on. But once you pick up on that, that's a key. That's one of your keys. So you can lock in, and that's 100% whatever's going to happen, whether the guard's pulling because he's twitching his leg or, you know, the fullback's going to, you know, block for the for the uh, tailback in the back because he's shaking. Whatever little keys you can get from watching film, and that's a big to-do, watching film, um, it just makes you a smarter player. Your your football IQ goes through the roof, you know, when you do these things. So that's how we're, uh, we're looking to handle it for this up, you know, coming game. We're going to take a quick break. Have a word from our sponsors once again, but don't go anywhere. We're going to talk more about this Holy Spirit matchup. Isaiah Pacheco scoring in front of Taylor Swift once again. And uh, wow. Rutgers off to a phenomenal start on the year. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on Guzman's Gridiron presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia and the Red and Gray Gridiron Group. This episode of Guzman's Gridiron is brought to you proudly by Allen Associates. And if you're looking for a reliable and experienced insurance agency that caters to all your needs, look no further than Allen Associates Insurance Services. With over six decades of experience under their belts, they specialize in health insurance, financial services, and accounting. Whether you're part of the public or private sector, they've got you covered. Our family-owned business currently helps upwards of 300 groups throughout New Jersey, providing them with the best insurance options available. You can now easily learn more and access our services by visiting our brand new website, allenassos.com. That's A-L-L-E-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. Link is also in the description of this episode. So join the family and let us help you secure your future. Contact Allen Associates today by calling 856-692-2250. That's 856-692-2250. We want to thank Allen Associates for being a proud partner of Guzman's Gridiron, the official violent high school football coaches show on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Now, let's get back to the show. And big thank you to our sponsors, Coach Holy Spirit. You know, we mentioned 
just a bit ago that, you know, it's been since 2020 since we've been right. there. Grass surface field that tends to get a little beat up, you yes. know, as the year goes on. We've had some rain in the forecast just in the area uh, across the board. What is the preparation on a field surface like that that can be, you know, a little unpredictable? Uh, well, we have our own <laughs> unpredictable practice field to kind of match that uh, vibe over there in Holy Spirit. So where it gets muddy in certain spots, um, you know, one thing about that field over in Holy Spirit, it's always moist. Mm -hmm. Always. It doesn't matter whether it rains, it doesn't rain. It's, it's always, in, especially in certain spots, very moist. Um, but, again, we have our practice uh, uh, field as well, which holds a lot of water also. So it's, it's a nice replicant there, if you would. Um, so we'll be fine. Again, there's no excuses. You know, even if we just had turf, oh, well, you got to play the game. You got to play the game. So, again, uh, we're looking forward to Friday night playing Holy Spirit. And, you know, it has been a while since we played Holy Spirit. What is kind of the message for the first-timers who haven't played against, you know, a private school like this or kind of getting their first, you know, taste at the varsity level playing against a private school that is able to recruit, that does have this expedited right. talent from all over the place and just kind of mentally preparing for that and just a different edge that comes with the public versus private school matchup. We've seen it. Holy Spirit, we've seen it with St. Joe's Hamilton. We've seen right. it with St. Augustine. But what is kind of the message to the first-timers that are getting, you know, their, their first crack at a public versus private school matchup? Um, one of the messages we instill in them is you can't get overwhelmed. You just you, – you can't, you know. You have to know what you have, um, what tools you got you're bringing to the table, and, um, you know, unlock your potential. Because, you know, when you're going up against better competition, it starts to unlock different little – things that maybe you didn't even think you were that mm -hmm. good at. Um, so, you know, we tell them, you know, cream rises to the top. So let's see what, what type of, uh, you know, uh, what type of energy you can manifest to go ahead and, and rival a team like that handpicks its, its kids uh, in Holy Spirit. And what is kind of the, the approach from the coaching staff? Do you guys use this as a litmus test as well for – you know, just the the overall portion of the season that you're in and just talent versus talent-wise to see where you guys kind of match up. Is that kind of one of the things that you keep in your back pocket? Let's see how we go, you know, punch for punch, pound for pound with a team like this at this point in the season. I think a lot of coaches do that. Um, being so that, that, you know, when you're talking your Holy Spirit, your St. Augustine preps, um, you know, up north, your Don Bosco preps, St. Elizabeth preps, right? Um, when you're talking teams like that, you know that those teams are, in retrospect, they're, they're all-star caliber teams. They, you know, they're hand-picked kids. You know, it's, it, it's, it's a dynamic flow for them, right? But they can do it. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, we, we just make sure that our kids understand that, you know what? You're going up against a team like this. It can only make you better. It's going to unlock a lot of things that you didn't think you could do. You're going to see it come this game. Um, but you can't get overwhelmed just because they're the, you know, whatever, number one in South Jersey or number two in South Relax, temper your thoughts, and just play the game. That's it. Do what you were taught, hone in on your special skills, and unleash them on your opponent. That's it. So. And how much, you know, is it put out there to play up to your competition? You know, it, this is going to be an elevated level of competition you're going to see at different aspects of the game. How much is it preached, you know, through all three phases 
from this staff to play up to that competition. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a rival that tenacity. We've got a rival their their energy. We've got a rival at all because, uh, again, you're talking about kids that are handpicked. Um, so you know that at every position they are pretty skilled. Um, so, uh, you know, if you don't rise to the occasion, it can be a long day. So we definitely go ahead and, and let the kids know, you know, um, this isn't just a normal game. This is something that you can actually unlock some potential that you have not done yet, you know. So, um, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's, it's it, it, again, I know I'm repetitious, but it all comes down to blocking and tackling now. Blocking and tackling. X's and O's. So we'll see who uh, fares better come Friday. What are some things that you guys as a staff have picked up on watching film on this particular Holy Spirit team that they do really well that, you know, stands out to you guys that may be different from the last time that you saw this team, that they have different players, obviously, every four years. New players right. come right. in. But, right. you know, some things that they do really well with this particular iteration of Holy Spirit. Uh, one thing that we, we noticed is, again, you know, they – the run game uh, seems I mean, to be a mainstay. Yeah, with them. it seems to be a mainstay with them. Um, they always have a, a quarterback. I actually had a in college. I actually had Ed Burns. Their uh, so their field is named after Mr. Burns. I had Mr. Burns' son Eddie Burns um, be my quarterback at the College of New Jersey. So they always have a quarterback. Not to be confused <laughs> a, with Montgomery Burns. No, no, no. Not <laughs> Excellent. <to> be, <laughs> Not to be confused with Montgomery Burns. But, uh, yeah, so they always seem to have the, the running game is always polished, and, and they always seem to have a polished quarterback as well. And, you know, some things that we do well defensively, we have the dogs up front, we have those linebackers. How much, you know, is it impressioned upon them to be like, hey, they run the ball really well. This is your chance to really step up and showcase your ability to stop the run, to get in there, make plays, right. and, and showcase your talents, you know, for a Noah Cruz, for Jules, you know, coming into his second game, and for that entire D-line to really step up their game to another level this year and hone in that they can stop the run against an elite echelon team like Holy Spirit. Yeah, so um, as far as our defense, they're, they're always, you know, primed for the task, always. Um, you know, best believe they will be ready. Um, best believe that they're going to be, they're going to be head hunting, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, you know, we're going to go ahead and, and put in our game plan, um, come this week, uh, defensively and, and, and we're looking to, to really be opportunistic this game, really be opportunistic, you know, causing turnovers, um, you know, even the D backs, you know, punching at the ball, uh, swiping at the ball through the elbow, all of those things and all those little dynamics will be definitely honed in on come this uh, Friday. And defensively, what has stood out to you that Holy Spirit does on their defensive side of the ball that, you know, you're going to have to pinpoint and, and really focus in on, on this week of practice to really be sharp against the defense that they're going to present to you? Uh, it, it, you know, as far as their defensive, uh, you know, aspects, they're, they're very opportunistic with the run. Uh, in stopping the run, they they uh, very different little schemes as far as uh, blitzing. Uh, so they do send a lot of blitzes, uh, more so than any other team that we've faced thus far. Um, so again, you know we've got to be able to pick up those blitzes. Um, linemen have got to keep their head up and see 
you know, and communicate throughout the whole game because they're going to be unleashing an array of different blitzes come uh, Friday. And in a game like this, you know, we talk about how special teams can flip the script on a lot of things. How important is special teams going to be from, you know, Collins' leg, both kicking potentially with extra points and field goals and his ability to punt the ball to flip the field and, and flip field position and then, on the other hand, you know, somebody like Xavion Diaz, somebody like, you know, Cephas being able to be in the return game and give you guys positive field position to start off offensive possessions. Um, uh, you know, can't say enough about Coach Marcelino. By the way, he says hi. Look at that. <laughs> See, I remembered. I remembered. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, as far as he, he's concerned, he has our special teams units just on another tier. Um, very proud of him, you know. And uh, he does his due diligence on film work. I'll tell you that much because he'll even pick up little nuances that I didn't see. And, I, and I'm a film rat, you know. So, um, you know, he'll have every single special teams, I mean, uh, ready and willing to go. Um, and, and he's definitely looking to be opportunistic on, on that, you know, portion of the football game as well. And that's one of those things in a game like this. Special teams, you want to be opportunistic in a game where you're facing elevated competition. Create opportunities for both your offense and, and defense, defense with your special teams to put the ball in your hand, to you know push their offense back and set your defense up for opportunities, potentially get a safety, potentially put them in poor field position to force right. a punt on their end. Special teams can change the dynamic of any game, but Absolutely. especially in a game like this, it can be pivotal to who comes out on top. Absolutely, uh, and and again, I'm I'm definitely um, curious to see what to, what little you know uh, wrinkles, if you will, in in his game plan. Marcelino's gonna you know unleash uh, come Friday, and you know for this offense too, where you mentioned Holy Spirit's defense, they have these nuances of stopping the run. How nice is it to have you know Carter back there as your lead back and to have him back in the fold to help this running game progress and really you know open up lanes for this running back stable that you guys have uh, I mean I can't say enough about Carter he's just um it, it's nice to have him back there he's a big bodied kid um you know and he's always looking for contact <laughs> he's always looking for contact so we're you know we're not uh uh in in the slightest you know any type of, um, you know, thinking anything about this, that. No, he's going to be in. He's going to be coming downhill. So whatever linebacker is going to go ahead and deal with that 225, 230-pound. Good you know, luck. Hey, God bless you. You know, <laughs> but he's he's definitely going to uh, pack a wallop coming downhill. And, you know, going into this game, what are some things that you're looking for all three phases to kind of, you know, Elevate to that next level. Step your game up. You know, this is a prime opportunity to showcase your talents. What are some things you guys as a staff are looking forward to in this matchup from all three phases, your offense, your defense, and special teams that you know they're capable of and you want them to showcase in this game to really just, you know, hone in on those skills that they possess? Uh, what we're looking for, honestly, is just for our kids to, to sustain drives, just for our kids to – Make sure that they're executing on all phases of the game. We, I always tell them, we have yet to put together four quarters of football. If we could put four quarters of football together, I tell them they can be a very scary out. Very scary out. Um, you know, we show glimpses, like a quarter here, and you know, maybe even a couple quarters. But it's never been four quarters that we've put together. So if we could put together four quarters of football come Friday – 
I think people are going to be pretty astonished to see what, what could happen, you know. But, we again, it's up to the kids to put together four quarters of mistake-free football. We'll give our final thoughts on the Holy Spirit matchup before we wrap, but, you know, the – Hello, table. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law, guys. Uh, let's talk some alumni. Yes, obviously, uh, you know, at the college level, Tyreem, Rutgers had themselves a day. Absolutely. Not all the starters had to play the entire game. Tyreem had one assisted tackle in this game. But for them to be off to the start they're off to is, is such an encouraging sign. Only one loss, and that comes to – you know, everybody's preseason favorite to potentially win the national title in the University of Michigan. So right. for them to, to be at where they are right now, I think is a, a huge, you know, just tip of the cap to Coach Shiano and the way that they've Absolutely. been able to, you know, progress this program from where it was when he took over and where they are now to see Rutgers at 4-1 and one in the Big Ten, nice. uh, you know, being alive at this point in the season. You talk about that three, four years ago people would look at you like you had 12 heads yes, to yes. see them at four and one and how they're performing. How exciting is that, you know, just for their program as a whole and knowing that there is a mini pipeline from Vineland to Rutgers as well, mm -hmm. uh, where that was started by pop and then obviously followed by Tyreem. Um, hats off to coach Chiano and his coaching staff. Uh, they do a great job. I, I, you know, I've said it before, um, you know, as far as them being four and one, it's really not a secret. I mean, you know, coach Chiano, this is what he does. He's shown it time and time again, um, you know, and, and to, to know that our kids are not just getting the, the football life aspect out of it, but the real life uh, lessons that that man um, and his staff, you know, deliver to the kids, it's, it's something to, to really tip your hat at. Like, um, like I said before in a, in a you know, a previous um, podcast, this man sets you up to win at the game of life. He really does. Him and his staff, they, they do an incredible job of that. Um, so, you know, I don't see anything changing uh, in the for the worse. All I see is this uphill climb, and, and they will be a powerhouse. This man made it his mission to come back and make Rutgers Rutgers again. Um, and don't be I'm – not, I'm not surprised to see him 4-1 at all, at all at all so uh you know again kudos to uh coach Chiano and his staff and we wish you nothing but the best rest of the season Tyreen let's go man I'm waiting for you three letters NFL baby that's what I'm, I'm waiting talking for you. about I'm waiting for you and I mean I'm sure he he was enjoying a nice little you know <laughs> relaxed Saturday afternoon yes. only yes. having to play for a little bit because that's they fine. were up so big on Wagner and yep. they, they actually you know not that we talk uh gambling too much on here but they they covered a 47 point spread against <laughs> Wagner which is unheard of right. uh typically at any level right, uh, of right. football so I mean uh kudos to Rutgers and I'm sure Tyreem you know to get his body you know rested up for this next game ahead for them uh I'm sure he was thrilled to you know just take it easy yeah, for a week yeah. sometimes you have to take the back seat you know let the younger guy go in there <laughs> which is amazing it's like the younger guy it's Tyreem but anyway, anyway. The fact that he's an upper class yeah, already at the college level is crazy. It's Time waits for no man. Uh, Taylor Swift invaded MetLife. She and did. so did Isaiah Pacheco. And the Swifties. I just have to let everybody know. <laughs> everybody was there. Everybody was, I mean, there was. It's unbelievable, man. I have to let everybody know on these national broadcasts. Although Isaiah Pacheco went to Rutgers, MetLife Stadium is not a home game for somebody from South Jersey. No. <laughs> MetLife Stadium is practically in New York. 
Yes. Isaiah Pacheco is from South Jersey. Jersey. South. South SJ. Jersey. SJ. The Meadowlands <laughs> is not a home game per se for Isaiah Pacheco. It's a close to home game. Close, close. But not quite. Uh, yeah. But you're welcome, Mike Tarico. <laughs> <laughs> but on his defense, he does say all the time, you know, if you notice on his right forearm, the state of what? New Jersey yep. is on there. So he represents the whole state. Um kudos to him, man. What a game. Great, great touchdown dance. That was yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've I mean, seen that a few times at the stadium. Touchdown dance. I mean, this guy. And then they cut right to Taylor Swift celebrating and at the Checo touchdown. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not Travis Kelsey. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> but uh, she's just, she's, you know, it's, it's, it's nice that she's actually taken to the whole team aspect, um, you know, and seeing she's bringing her, her friends, too. Yeah, she's bringing friends. It's just nice, man. It really is. So, I mean, you know. A lot of people talk, oh, you know, it's a gimmick. It's a, I don't think it's a gimmick. I mean, Taylor Swift has her own money, and Mr. Travis Kelsey has his own money, right or wrong. Exactly. So it's kind of hard for it to be a gimmick. It really is. And, I mean, <laughs> Pop had Wolverine, yeah. Deadpool in the building. I'm, I'm starting to think the Kansas City Chiefs might be in Deadpool <laughs> 3, Coach. <laughs> they might. They might, they might. It was there was a lot of stars there yesterday. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Ryan. Lively, Sophie Turner, all I mean, in the building. All in the building yesterday, along was, with Taylor Swift. I mean, it, it, if that isn't a dream, like like Pop, literally, he's living in a like a alternate reality. You know what I mean? It's like it's like he goes from all right high school and then go to Rutgers, and, huh? Taylor Swift, the Swift, where, <laughs> what, you, Jack, I mean, all these actors, and yeah, he's, he's in a world, uh, that he hasn't really experienced, uh, too much, no, but it's pretty cool to see him, it's like pretty that. wild, it's pretty cool to see, to him, see him in that <laughs> environment too, and he's still just doing what he typically does on a, just, any given Sunday, yeah. going and scoring and producing for the Chiefs, I mean, what a run that he had for that touchdown to find that hole, find that seam, and just absolutely go, we talked about it last year, Coach Russo and I. When Pop is in open space, nobody is catching him. Nowhere. Nobody mm-hmm. is catching him. He is mm-hmm. one of the fastest athletes I've ever witnessed. Yeah. And that was even when he was in high school. Yes. And now that he's got the added, you know, addition of NFL training and NFL regimen coming into play, Absolutely. nobody is catching Isaiah Pacheco no. in open field space. Um, listen, the minute he got the handoff, okay. And his guard pulled, right? The minute that that guard hit that cornerback, I looked at my wife and I said, oh, Pop is gone. He gone. He's gone. (laughs) He gave a little stutter step to the inside, back out, back to the inside, gone. He, yeah, he's another, it's like like an alien out there. It's unbelievable. And on top of that, Sunday Night Football player of the game, Isaiah Pacheco. Ball and all. At the end of the game, who did they interview? Mr. Mahomes and Isaiah Pacheco. How cool is that for you as his former coach to see that? You know, it happened a couple times last year too. But to see him get those post-game interviews on the the national spotlight games, whether it's Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, where it is just the singular game going on. And then he's getting the game ball. And, you know, they put his name on the Sunday night football bus and everything like that. How surreal is that? It's uh, it's it's something that I knew this was gonna happen. I knew it. 
I was saying it since he was in eighth grade for, you know, for criminy's sakes. Um, and I would tell him, like, Pop, you, you, you're going to be, you're going to go to the league, man. And, you know, he, him and that smile, the million-dollar smile, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, now to see it really unfold before our eyes, you know, from this place here, right, he has his little party. You know, I come and bring him his first official hat, you know, Kansas City hat from the mall. And uh, to see him, you know, on the big stage and Super Bowl ring. I mean, it really is a fairy tale he's living out. Absolutely, unequivocally. His favorite team growing up was was the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who was he in the Super Bowl with? I mean. And who's his coach? It, the coach right he grew or, up rooting for. Yeah, right or wrong. <laughs> it's, you can't script it any better. I mean, Hollywood, you better start. You better start I Netflix, mean, the, a series, something. The next closest thing is what's going on with the Eagles, with DeAndre yes. Swift, who is yes. the Philly kid, went to St. Joe's Prep, who tried to recruit Isaiah to go there and play yeah. football as well. Yes. But Isaiah stayed home. Yeah. DeAndre Swift then, you know, goes to Georgia, Yeah. goes to the Lions. Now he's back home, and he's become the running back that everybody expected him to be. Mm-hmm. It's something about that hometown flavor yes. that, that kicks in from time to time, and Pop's got that instilled with that Chiefs organization because there is so much that Andy Reid brought over from the Philadelphia Eagles that Pop grew up admiring Yes, as a kid. You know, he wanted to play in the NFL for as long as we can remember, and Andy Reid was somebody he admired and looked up to growing up as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he's his coach. It's – again, I I can't – you can't write a better novel. You just can't – it's – Keep telling these people. I'm gonna say it again. Netflix, Amazon, somebody (laughs) get a hold of this thing because uh, he has a really beautiful story, really beautiful story. And I'm not just saying it because you know he played here. That young man do a little research. Yes, he has a beautiful story and uh, you know of 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 sacrifice, perseverance, you know, pain, suffering, uh, you know. And, and, and adversity, yeah, the whole nine, and then all of a sudden, you know, get into the mountaintop, you know, get into the mountaintop, and and still having the wherewithal to 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 keep his humility. He's pop, man. Mm-hmm. Like he's he the money don't change him. Him being around a list, you know, people and Taylor Swift and all these people doesn't change who he is. He's him, and that's the beauty of Isaiah Pacheco. He doesn't change for nobody. He's going to be pop until <laughs> the, to the wheels fall off. So, um, you know, kudos to him. I love him to death. Here's a fun question. A little prop for the people you can comment on YouTube, too. <laughs> Who's the next celebrity, Taylor Swift, brings in the entourage to watch the Chiefs play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to go out on a limb. Let's see I don't who know. they play, I, I too. Don't know. I don't even know if she gets along with this girl, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Kim Kardashian. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't know if she gets along with her or not, but I'm going to say Kim. Let's see. Week five, go. the Chiefs will be playing the Vikings. Does Lizzo show up? The new man on the Minnesota Vikings come through? Never know. Hey, never you know. never know. You never know. So, um, we'll see, man. But that 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 following is something, huh? The Taylor Swift. And the Swift Pop's biggest it. fan, also, Paul Rudd was in the building. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He's like <laughs> – you want to talk he's about a unique character. You want to talk about Isaiah Pacheco's number one fan being Ant Man? Yeah, is crazy. It's pretty. It's pretty. I'm telling you, all these A-list. It's unreal, man. I'm like, what? 
yeah, yeah, come here. Okay, all right. And that's <laughs> cool. No problem. <laughs> it is what it is. I, I don't know what to tell you. That's awesome, though, right? It's, it's like, unreal. It really is. Again, it, it's it's like walking in the clouds that that, that young man is, and, and he deserves it. He deserves it. Shout out to our alumni, you know, playing across all the board, all, all of them. them. All uh, of them. And, you know, Coach, Holy Spirit on deck, another road trip for the boys this week. What's the message to the team, message to everybody at home that may be watching on the Vineland Public Schools YouTube channel, uh, myself and Rich Scarpa on the call this week. What is kind of the, the message going into this game to, to prepare for a team like Holy Spirit? My message is simple. Let's, uh, let's put together four quarters of football and, and play hard knocks, violent football. That's all. Real easy, real simple. It's going to be a fun one. I believe 6 o'clock kickoff six as well kickoff. at Holy Spirit. So if you're able to, come on out. We'd love to have you in the stands uh, rooting on for the Fighting Clan. If not, tune into the Vineland Public Schools YouTube channel at 6 o'clock. Myself, Rich Scarpa on the call, uh, and we'll have the broadcast for you all night long. Be sure to subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on ep any episodes of Guzman's Gridiron every single week. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's that little at symbol. Uh, so you don't miss out on the video version because we premiere this every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. Uh, and it's just like watching live TV because YouTube yes. sets it up like that. It's a ton of fun. We're in the comments section live so you can tune in with us. That's youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Big thank you to Allen Associates and the Double Eagle Saloon and Deck Bar uh, for supporting the show like they have all year long. And, Coach, best of luck against Holy Thank Spirit. You. And Thank we you. will see you back here next week, hopefully talking about a big-time win. Let's do getting it. Getting ready for another matchup following that. So this has been another episode of Guzman's Gridiron presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. We'll see you next Monday. I woke up saying it's about time. Relentless.